You guys hear that? Football season finally starts tomorrow. The long-awaited journey has finally concluded. As tomorrow, September 8th, we will kick off the NFL season with a defending Super Bowl champs and quite possibly the best team roster-wise in the NFL. Welcome, everybody. MSR Sports, episode 22 or 3, I believe I'm getting confused with it. As always, Matt and Sam with me. What's up, guys? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm having a, a great September 7th. <laughs> so am I. So we are officially a day away. And now that means, guys, our pick them. It's, it's time to predict the winners of week one's NFL games. Do you all have anything you all want to add, or do we just get straight to it? I would like to add that um, for the pickums this year, we're going to add them all up at the end of the year. And whoever has the least amount of wins, Point. right, has to buy mm-hmm. a jersey that, of the other two people's choice and wear it for 24 hours. Yeah. This and, is... and, and wait a second. Not only do they have to wear it for just 24 hours, they have to go out in public with it during that day. So it's not going to be a breeze and you staying in your room and lying down for 24 straight hours. No, yes. you're actually going to have to show your face in public wearing an, a, an embarrassing jersey that you would never, ever, ever, ever wear in your free time. And who knows? I mean, hey guys, uh, we might, we might, we might be hung for all we know. Like it's like it's 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 not going to be a fun experience. But I'm not. You guys can see. Uh, you guys can give me an Eli Apple jersey. I would never wear oh, that. All right. I want you like Eli Apple. Um, this is us all agreeing, right? We all agree to this. Yes, I do yeah. agree to this. All right. Yeah. So no further ado, I won't be caught dead wearing a CJ Gardner Johnson jersey. You will be <laughs> when you lose. I'm not wearing that bum jersey. I will not be caught dead wearing any Dolphins, Jets, or Bills jersey. Well, I'm yeah, add, add that for me, except I will not be caught dead wearing a Cowboys jersey either. All right, well, because I, I, my, and it's not even the fact that I'd be walking around with a Cowboys jersey. It's the fact that maybe one of those obnoxious fans comes out of hiding and goes, oh, we the boys. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> man, your wish will become true because we will be giving you a Bears Nikhil Harry jersey. Oh, cannot wait. But it, it won't be. Because the unfortunate part for you is I'm not buying it because I'm not losing. So. I'm not losing, so... Right, you're gonna get a Baltimore Raven Cyrus Jones jersey. <laughs> oh my god! A forty. You know, honestly, though, that wouldn't that would not be honestly. If that was my jersey pick, I wouldn't be mad because who the fuck knows who Cyrus Jones is? So. Okay, how about this one? How about this one? A Seattle Seahawks Cassius Marsh jersey. Whoa, that's bad. That is terrible. <laughs> All right, yeah, I, I guess we're we're ready to get going. Yeah, that's uh, bad. Uh, yeah, I'm this... ready. I'm ready. Get the show on the road. So we're gonna go by game by game in order. And we, yeah. So we'll go wait, in order to is MSR. Somebody, is somebody writing these down in terms of like who's who's picks I'll, what? I'll, oh, I'll come. So we, have, right just so we don't have to go through this podcast again to figure out who picks. Yeah, I'll put it in my notes like I did last year. All right then. Well then, we will start it off with Thursday night football, which is tomorrow. 
The Buffalo Bills travel to SoFi Stadium to take on the defending champion Los Angeles Rams. Who we got? Uh, am I starting? Yeah. Well, um, our sports. I, honestly, like this is tough. Like I believe the Bills have the better roster, but I think that in terms of the home fans are going to be rowdy because they're they're ring ceremony. Um, home fans are going to be pumped up. I think it's going to be an unreal atmosphere, and I think the Rams are going to build off that unreal atmosphere. And I think the Rams are going to win a nail biter. I think that's going to be an amazing game, and I can't wait to see it. All right. Okay. Um. So I'm actually torn here. Yeah. This put, is this is this is by far the toughest pick of the week. I put that the Bills are going to win, but now that you say it's a home the home game the ceremony, I'm going to switch to the Rams as well. All right. Well, this game is going to be a masterpiece. It's going to be a movie. The game will start off where the Rams. First drive, Matthew Stafford goes down because he has that injured shoulder. <laughs> what is the, this? The oh. Bills will take advantage and roll up to a 28-3 to lead. Okay. Only only for them to be walking out of the tunnel knowing that they're, this game is over. And then out of nowhere, Christ. you see a Lamborghini pull up with Antonio Brown's music blasting. What is going on? AB comes out. Something that happened in my nightmares, bro. AB comes out in Kanye gear, and he opens up the other the passenger door, and out comes Odell Beckham Jr. in a Rams jersey to save the day. The Rams come back, win in overtime, 34 to twenty eight. Jesus Christ! But yeah, if all you know what. You know what? If all this happens, Ramon, I'll gladly just take the L right there. <laughs> it's not happening, but yeah, I, I got the Rams. I'm, I'm also torn. I want to go Buffalo, but my only reason I'm going to go with the Rams is the fact that I don't think Tredavis White is playing that game. So I think it's going to be as much as I like Kyrie Elam, it's going to be a tough day for those corners against those Rams receivers. I think Allen Robinson could be a big first game for him there in LA, especially because but well, we know Cooper Cup's going to be shadowed by whoever number one is. Uh, number, corner number one is for the Bills, so corner number two is going to have a tough day against Allen Robinson. So that's my reasoning, Rams. All right. Now we got Sunday, September 11th, the first game of the morning slate. The twelve, It's 12 p.m. for me, uh, 1 p.m. for y'all. The New Orleans Saints uh, head to the Mercedes-Benz Dome. No, not theirs. The Atlanta Falcons one to take on the New Look Falcons. Well, I think that, that I'm because at this point in the season, there's really no need not to pick safely. So the safest pick here is New Orleans because you know they're just by far the better team. I mean, must, do I really have to go into why they're the better team? I don't think so. I think their offense is going to be clicking on all cylinders against that bad Atlanta defense, and I don't think Mariota is going to be able to do anything against that good New Orleans defense. So I think the Saints are going to win this game, and I think they're going to kill it. I think they're going to look really good doing it. So Saints are winning that game. Uh, I don't think it's going to be much of a much of a game here. I think it's going to be the Saints blowing them out. I'm as big. I'm a big as uh, big as anyone on Jameis. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with the same. 
Coming into the season, I actually had it being the Falcons, but I've now jumped on the Saints ship that I think they have to start great week one. But I'm going to disagree with y'all. I am calling a shootout. Remember those iconic Breeze Matt Ryan games that would go like to overtime or end in that la- last minute drive? We are going to so, get that. Time this out, time out. So you're going to compare two all time greats to Matt Ryan and Drew Breeze? <laughs> What's it called? Jameis Winston, that arm is going to be slinging to the receivers. Camaro is going to be great. The only reason I think, as much as I'm not a big Mariota guy, Mar- Mariota is not dumb. He'll he'll play some good passes. I know sometimes he'll have his bad ones. Yes, only just reason- because you're yeah. not dumb doesn't make you doesn't make you throw a football. Good. No, but the, the only reason this game is going to be a shootout is because Kyle Pitts and Drake London are going to make it. They the Saints, especially now with that that bum who couldn't who even couldn't even stop him. It's going to be even worse now without him. But I like I like the Honey Badger, but. He's no Gilly. Gilly's the only guy that can lock up Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is going to feast. This is going to be a shootout, but in the end, Jameis Winston gets the ball last, and he takes the Saints down for a game-winning field goal and taking New Orleans. Okay. All right. All right. Now, we're we're got, so far. now we got a revenge game. The Cleveland Browns with Jacoby Reset head to Carolina with their new quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Will it be a revenge for Baker, or will he prove that the Browns did right by getting rid of him? This is this is honestly a tougher game than most people think. Like, the obvious pick here is Carolina, but honestly, so, like, I'm, I'm looking at this, right, and I don't think this is going to be an incredibly high-scoring game because if you look at Cleveland, you're going to think, okay, Jacoby Reset's probably not going to pass the ball too much, right? You think that it's going to get handed off to Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and they're just going to ride them all the way down the field kind of thing. Huh? That, I've, I've, huh? Yeah. But, like, that, that, seems to be, that seems to be the way everything goes in terms of the Cleveland Browns game plan because the, and I don't think the Panthers are going to have any real thing to really stop that, right? In terms of the offensive side of the ball for the Panthers, we do know that the other defense is Miles Garrett, so – I think Miles Garrett's going to be able to generate a lot of pressure with the Panthers' horrible offensive line. Because I think whoever, even if it's Moten or Aquanu, I think both of them are going to have a difficult time on Miles Garrett. So, but I still do believe that even though the Cleveland offense is going to run out a lot of clock getting down the field, I believe that the game might come down to who makes more throws towards the end of the game because I believe it's going to be close. And I trust Baker Mayfield making those throws more. So I'm going to say the Panthers win in a low scoring nail biter. Okay. okay. You said the Panthers, and I'm going to roll with the Panthers as well. I think Baker has a chip on his shoulder, and he's not going to let the Browns win this shit. Okay. I have the Cleveland Browns winning this game. Uh, Baker, okay. Mayfield, Baker Mayfield is talking all this smack already. It's all getting in his head. I guarantee you, he's gonna have all these emotions in his head. If, if Baker was the quarterback that I knew that could like throw all that stuff away to the side, I'm easily taking him. But you know, it's gonna be on his head about, oh my god, how much I want to beat him and all that. He's going to get erratic in that game, and he is going to cost them. I have Baker having three mistakes in that game: two picks, and one he'll be sacked and forced into a fumble. And the Browns' defense will carry. And I do agree with Matt. 
that the Browns scoring will come from the run game. They will kill clock. And with Baker's down there, I think he's just, he's not, it's not going to look pretty for him. The Browns, first of all, if there's any person that knows how to play him, it's going to be Stefanski. He's going to get it's in his head. Everybody. But true. But Stefanski knows him more than a lot of people. He's going to get in his head. Baker is going to be terrible for the Panthers in this game. His, his revenge will not be happening. And the Browns will say, looks like we did and they make a mistake. We did the right thing getting rid of him. Okay. Yeah, that's where we all disagree finally. Okay. I'm sure there's going to be a little bit more too. All right. Next up, we got probably a game that, I mean, we'll watch it, but we got the 49ers with Trey Lance in his first start ever. Well, third start, but technically his first start of starting an entire season for the 49ers, taking on, praying for this man, Justin Field and the Chicago Bears offensive line. <laughs> Who you guys got? Again, I, I, I don't see a reason to pick Chicago here. So I believe that the Niners are going to kind of run a little bit of a similar game plan to what Cleveland is running. I think that they're going to ease Lance into it. They're going to design some runs with Trey Lance. And I think they're going to design some runs with Mitchell, Debo. I think all of them are going to get the rock, right, in terms of the run game. I think Lance will throw some passes, but I wouldn't count on throwing too many of them just because I think this is a game where you can kind of ease him into the starting role a little bit because the Bears aren't that good. Meanwhile, for like Justin Fields and them offensively, there is no chance, and I mean zero chance, that Justin Fields is not breathing out of a tube by the end of this game. <laughs> there, there's no chance. With Nick Bosa, Rick Armstead, Javon Kinlaw, amongst others, all run that defensive line. Every single Bears offensive lineman is going to have rips in their cleats because their ankles got broken so badly. And Justin Fields is going to have like he's gonna have he's gonna be in a full body cast. And Darnell Mooney is gonna say, "Oh, I'm open down here." But Justin Fields isn't going to be able to throw it down there. And David Montgomery's not going to be able to get past the offensive line's blocks because what is blocking in the Bears' mind. So the 49ers are going to take this game pretty easily. Yeah, I don't see why I would take the Bears. I, I think we can just make this short and sweet. Then the Niners are winning. I would pick the Chicago Bears if I knew Nikhil Harry was playing. But he's not. So I'm going to pick the Niners. I'm with Matt, yeah. I don't think it's going to be like a, a big showing from from Trey Lance. He's just going to be like some little easy game managing type of game. Maybe one or two, maybe three times he'll show off like a big play. I think the 49ers defense will be so much for Justin Fields. Although I know he looked good against the Browns defense. But like Matt says, that is a preseason game where the Browns really going all try hard. We don't really know. So I think it will be a, a – It'll be a long day for him. Although I do believe the last time they played, Fields was pretty good in that game. Didn't they win or was, they lost? He, he was he was but, good, but the team now is so some worse, way, yeah. some way worse than they played the last yeah. game. So yeah, so yeah, we all got the 49ers in that one. Plus, it's a it's a rookie coach against the offensive version of Bill Belichick, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got the team that is yet to announce their starting quarterback, the Pittsburgh Steelers, against the defending AFC champs, Joe Burr and the Cincinnati Bengals. In Cincinnati, what y'all rocking with? Um, 
this one, I think, I think this is like, I think that Steelers are solid, but at the end of the day, they improved Bengals offensive line. I think it'll like TJ Watt will still be a factor, but he, I don't think he's going to be as big of a factor as he will in other games with the improved. Well, he might not even play as in he hurt. Huh? He might not even play as in he hurt. I have no idea, but anyway, if he's playing, that might be the case. The Steelers lack a cornerback room, so I think Jamar Chase and T. Higgins are going to have their way. Um, the Steelers on offense are lacking that they don't know who they don't even know who their quarterback is yet, and we're four days away from them playing. So I I, I can't see I can't see them um, I can't see them pulling out a win when there's and like you don't really know who's your quarterback yet. Probably going to be Mitch, but still, is that really saying much? It's like not naming starting quarterback at all. Um, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, even Joe Mixon, going to have a little bit of a field day. Even though the Steelers' defense is good, they lack a corner room. So I'll say the Bengals will win this game. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with Matt. I mean. Ramon calling him Joe Burr makes me want to say the Steelers are going to win, but I know that they're not. Like you said, the O-line got improved, and I think the Bengals are going to have enough field day. All right. I I think this will be a close game. I think this is a trap game. I'm really tempted to pick the Steelers. I think it's going to be – since it's a divisional game, it will be a hard-fought game. I think the Steelers' defense will make a couple plays, but at the end – Cincinnati has too many playmakers to lose this game, and I think also, uh, I think in the last quarter, towards like the last five minutes, uh, the game will be decided off a Mr. Trubisky turnover. I think he's gonna play, he's gonna play competent. I think he starts that game. He's gonna play competent enough to keep them in it, but you know that he's not playing anything special. He's just gonna be a game manager, and then in the last minute, in the last five minutes of the game, he's gonna do a mistake, and that will put the Bengals up by two score, and it'll be like the game got away from them after that mistake. So I'm going to Cincinnati. Okay. All right. Next up, we got everybody's new favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles, taking on America's team, the Detroit Lions, in the Motor City. Oh, I think this game has sneaky shootout potential. However, I believe that the Detroit Lions defense is something we like to call Swiss cheese, where – you would think that there's one guy out there playing defense, but in reality, there's just a bunch of random Joe Schmoes that come off the street that disguise themselves as NFL players that are just meant to stand there as mannequins and let the other team kind of just run through and score when they need to. So with that in mind, Philly Philly's defense, I don't believe is like crazy good, but I also believe that they can make a stop. And I believe that Jalen Hurts can at least – cause them fits with the running ability and I don't even know if he's going to need to pass that much because I think they can get out to an early lead potentially. So I'm going to go with Philadelphia, but I think this game is going to be a lot closer than people think it is. Yeah, I'm tempted to pick the Lions because I really think they're going to do a lot. Like, I think they're going to be great this year, but I mean, the Eagles just improved so much. Jalen Hurts, I think he's going to do a lot better with A.J. Brown now. So I want to pick the Eagles. All right. I originally had the the Lions picked. I think this is a sneaky upset potential type of game. But then at the end of the day, I realized who the Eagles have playing for them. A.J. Brown, at minimum, he's going to have a 
eight touchdowns. I'm pretty sure that's realistic. Eight touchdowns in this game minimum. Yeah, it's gonna be the 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 AJ Brown show. Slow day for AJ or what? <laughs> yeah, slow day for him. He's not gonna try. He doesn't have to. He's gonna he's gonna feel bad for them. So, but Eagles so he win. Might, he might even need, he might even just get a day off and just they might just have him on a treadmill because like Jalen Hurts is gonna be dropping back and they're gonna be just handing the ball off to Miles Sanders in garbage time and just letting AJ Brown do a cardio for the day. You know, so. no one. No one wants to see Miles Sanders run with the football ever again. No, I, I know. I don't worry. I, I'm very, 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 very <laughs> aware of how bad Miles Sanders is. But they'd have a much better run game if uh, JJ Taylor was their running back. I don't know about that one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now we move on to another divisional game. Uh, I don't even think there's going to be a lot to explain in this one. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts. We get the debut of Matty Ice against Sam's favorite quarterback, Davis Mills, and the Houston Texans. See, I feel like I feel like we're getting all these games, and like I've been able to come up with like a little bit of a clear winner, right? But like, like I feel like that I feel like this is too obvious, too. Like, also, it's it's week one. There's always a lot of upsets in week one because everyone's yeah, finding themselves. I know that's that's what I'm saying. So like. I, but I, I don't think this is going to be one of them. I mean, I think this is – I think it's I, – I can't pick the Texans to win any any way, shape, or form. I cannot pick the Texans to win this game. Jonathan Taylor's going to have at least 150 yards, I feel like. I feel like they're just going to keep feeding him the ball, and he's just going to keep rewarding him. Matt Ryan is going to get paid just to watch Jonathan Taylor run up and down the field. Um, in terms of the Houston offense um, – Davis Mills is going to – I think he's going to struggle a little bit with the two corners that they have in the defensive line, also with Shaq Leonard and, and company on the defensive side of the ball. I think it's going to, not going to be – I don't think it's going to be a fun game for Houston fans at all. I think this is going to be a very convincing Indianapolis win. Yep. Well, uh, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Colts as well. I don't – I don't see the Texans winning this game at all. I don't see the Texans winning many games along with the Bears, but uh, yeah, they're not winning this game. I'm going to go with the Colts as well. Yeah, I got the Colts also, but this is not going to be the uh, – it's not going to – Matt Ryan, I don't think it's going to look too special. Like, we're not going to have something to brag about. To be honest, I think he's Matt Ryan – He's not going to yeah. need to look special, bro. That's you know what Matt's stat line is going to look like? Like Cam, week one when we beat the Dolphins – his first game for the Patriots where he didn't throw that much and he also didn't have that much incompletions because, yeah, it's going to be the Jonathan Taylor show and it also defensively the Gilmore show. Anybody have the Colts defense in fantasy that week? Congratulations. Anyone have Jonathan Taylor? Congratulations. Unfortunately, I'm playing Jonathan Taylor, so I hope it is the Matt Ryan show. I just don't think it will. But I got the Colts too. And now it's time for the game that we are all looking forward to. And what, in my opinion, is probably the toughest game to predict, even tougher than that opening game of the Bills and Rams. We have the greatest franchise of all time, the six-time Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots, taking on the new-look Miami Dolphins. Who do we have here, guys? Well, I think in terms of this game, I, I just don't see – and I, as much as I'm excited to see the team play, um, 
and as much of a fan as I am of this team, it just it just doesn't look good right now. I mean, I can't I can't go off of preseason, but that those games that last game against Vegas, where we were going up against our second or their second string with our first string, and losing was pretty concerning. Um, and Tua has a reputation of owning us in the past, regardless of who he has playing under him. And, I mean, in my opinion, what is going to be any different with these? We have a way worse cornerback group now. How is it going to be any different? One of these receivers is going to cook. I mean, it it just doesn't look good for the Patriots right now. I have to go with Miami. I hope I'm wrong, but I think Miami is going to win this game. I think we're going to make it close, but I don't see this offense putting up more than 28 points if that. So I think if Miami scores that, and then their defense is also pretty good as well and will cause us fits, Miami should win this game. Yeah. um, It's no secret that the Dolphins own us in Miami. So I think it's pretty easy. I mean, Ramon was acting like this game was a tough game to predict. I don't. I think the Dolphins are going to win. I don't think it's going to be too close. I'm with so you guys. I really hope I am wrong. I really hope the Pats win, but I just can't see now. I am wrong. You're wrong, Tim. That it's gonna be a blowout. I think I know the offense looks bad. I still think we're gonna find a way to make it look close. I think it's gonna be just like that week one this year. We lost 2017 because at the end of the day, yes, it's in Miami where we struggle. Yes, this offensive play coach, coaching staff is terrible, and the uh, the corners got weak. But at the end of the day, also we had to take in consideration that. This is also a rookie coach. Bill is pretty good against rookie coaches, too. Like, he could make it tough for Mike McDaniel. We saw him embarrass Sean McVay, one of the best, brightest minds in, in the NFL, with his Rams team that was stacked. And he just made him look not even competable. And when I know that the 2018 Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Oh, okay. an absolute clinic. I think you were talking about like when Sean McVay was a rookie coach. I don't think that was his rookie. Oh, no. Like, he wasn't a rookie, but yeah, he was a young coach and all that. Like, I still think Belichick's coaching can get, make us be competitive in this game, but at the end of the day, we won't win it. Uh, the offense will probably stall in a game-winning drive. And uh, I think Tyreek's going to have a play or two where, again, they just have the game-changer. They have the little game-changer that he's going to have a big play and we just can't stop it. Yep. So, going Miami, hoping I'm wrong. All right. Uh, now we move on to another AFC East team. The New York Jets, who I don't even know Zach Wilson is playing, taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Who knows if Lamar will even have his contract by then? Because I think the day before is the deadline to give him his new contract. Well, it's going to be a great day. <laughs> well, That's a anyways, anyways um, contract or not, I think Lamar is still playing. I'm playing, am I correct? Yeah. So, contract or not, I mean, as much as I'd love to hype up the, the Joe Flacco revenge game storyline and the, um, yeah, as much as I'd love to hype that up, there is no chance that a team led by Checkdown Joe is going to be able to beat a transcendent talent like Lamar Jackson. I think the running game is going to be set on fire. I, be- I believe that this entire Ravens offense is going to put on an absolute masterclass. 
And I know the Jets' defense isn't bad by any means. But I just think that this entire – I think the Jets are going to be in shambles. And then on top of that, I don't think they're going to be able to combat any of it with their offensive attack because, like I said, Joe Flacco is their quarterback. And I think that that's all you really need to know in order of who's going to win this game. So I, I'm going to go Baltimore. Yeah, well, you're versing the, one of the greatest running quarterbacks to ever live. I mean, you're going to have to put up a master class. And I think the Ravens do put up that master class. I think the Ravens win this game. <laughs> that took me a little while to get. <laughs> I, I, I am low on the Ravens, but I do think that they'll have enough to at least win this game. But I'll be honest, it's going to be close. Like I said, I don't really know if I trust this offense. I think at the end, Lamar will make enough plays. because well, Flacco is starting for the Jets at quarterback. <laughs> Still. <laughs> well, I mean, no. when Mike White came out, he fucking – yeah, yeah but, but Mike, but Mike White was a backup quarterback that never played a game before, so yeah, but uh, there was no film or any any evidence on how to stop him. This uh, Joe Flacco, this, we know what Joe Flacco is. We know he's just gonna check it down to Brees Hall and Michael Carter the entire game. But Matt, so, you have a you're gonna have an upset Lamar going up against an improved Jets defense with Robert Salah coaching it. I think they'll make a couple. Play- I think Lamar's gonna have two turnovers. It's not gonna be a pretty game. But I think in the end, there's gonna, he's going to make one play at least because he's still going to be pissed off to want to prove he's worth his contract. And it's going to be a close game. They're going to win it. But I'm going to tell you what. If Zach Wilson plays that game, my pick is the New York Jets mm-hmm. to pull the upset. Once again, I think that that's still a bad pick. But if okay. Zach Wilson plays, I'm taking the Jets. But because as of right now, it looks like he's not playing. Give me Lamar and the Ravens in a close one. Okay, so if we – wait, wait. So on record right now, so if Zach Wilson decided to play, I'm going for the Jets. Outside so of this podcast, right? we change your pick to the Jets. Is that what I'm hearing? I do, and Sam, you do also, right? Mm, no. Hmm. But I wrote okay. it down, if Zach Wilson plays Jets. If, okay. Um, they just want to get that on record. Just, right. um, we are about halfway through, and mm-hmm. just to go over it, we literally have the same picks. Except Ramon has. The I think pronouns. these games we have, have the been. Panthers. I think these games have been like relatively easy are, to predict. Like a way, I know, I know out, there are going to be a couple. Of, but a couple tougher games. Also, I think this is going to be our worst week because week one is always the toughest to predict in the NFL. Yes, I mean we still because teams are still finding There's themselves. No one knows. I, I mean, bad teams win week one. Still some tough games. All right. Are, I can see like I see like three or four games that could go either way. Well, we're about to get to those games. Here we have the final game of the noon slate, and it is the Jacksonville Jaguars and their generational talent taking on the Washington Redskins. I mean the Washington Commanders <laughs> and their new quarterback Carson Wentz and what could be his final chance in the NFL. Oh boy. Um, we know that's picking. Well, I think that this game is going to be both close. Of you guys are picking. I think this game is going to be close. Um, but I'm just not huge in the fact that the Jaguars marginally improved that much. I know they made free agent signing. I know they, they bolstered the roster. I I can't I can't confidently pick the Jaguars right now. Because I haven't seen them play. Like, I, 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 at least I have, like, a solid understanding. And I know that Chase Young is out. 
but the Jags' offensive line is still not great, and they they still have a few few good pass rushers there. Um, I don't. Ex- I think Trevor Lawrence is gonna have a good game. I think that the Commanders' defense isn't going to be great, but I also think that the Jaguars' defense isn't great either. And I think that they're gonna make play. They're gonna find a way to get Antonio Gibson involved in the receiving game, McLaurin involved in the receiving game, and I'm that, for that reason, I'm gonna say the Commanders are gonna win this game. Right. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Commanders as well. I think that. Jahan Dotson is going to have a career game. Okay. The last time Carson Wentz faced the Jaguars, they cost him his Colts job. And it will be no different here as the Jaguars make it a nightmare for Carson Wentz in his first game in Washington. It's going to be – this is a guy that's all very mentally – he's going to have that in his hand. It's going to affect him. He's going to, I think he'll look okay. And there's going to be like, I think he's going to be like two plays where like, wow. And all that one specifically to, to, to Jahan Dotson, another one to Terry, but I think he's going to have two turnovers. And again, when Carson Wentz makes a mistake, this isn't like a normal mistake. They're the worst things you've ever seen in your life. Mm-hmm. They're going to be awful. And on the other side, and Trevor Lawrence made some pretty dumb ones last year too. All right. We can't he's forget about that. He's, he's a rookie. It's forgettable. Carson Wentz has been in the league for seven years. Um, Trayvon Walker, by the way, is going to feast. But Trevor Lawrence is going to have a master class with this new-look offense. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to do it to Carson Wentz again. And it could be the start of his downfall because what I think it's going to be in his head. He's going to lose the next maybe two or three. I haven't seen the rest of the schedule. By week four or five, we could be seeing Sam Howell, the future of the Washington Commanders, playing. Just because yeah. they lose games, does it doesn't make it all his fault. But – all, all I'm saying is is that I think you think about the mental side too much. I don't think these players care as much as you make them out to care. Carson Wentz does. It, it no, is a real thing, Matt. Yeah, he does. Carson Wentz is always – it's always gone to him. And not to mention, Tom Brady, there's a reason that that game was close with him against us. We came off being dominated by the Saints only to be into a close game with Tom Brady. Why? It was on Tom Brady's feel, feelings. It was mental. Even he said it. It was an emotional yeah, for game first, for him. For the first, for the first, he was terrible first, all game. He was terrible all first, game. Yes, but I'm saying that that's a different story. But Ramon, dude, Tom the, Brady coming back opinion, to Foxborough is not the same as Carson Wentz going back to Jacksonville. Yeah, pers- per- he's not even going it, back to Duval. It's going to be a home game for them. It's Carson Wentz revisiting. I guarantee you, in his head, all he's going to be thinking about the day before. Is those two picks or how many picks? He really, he's, on, he's on a better team now, anyway. I don't think he really. He cares. also he no. He, also, how is it Ward? He's not the coach. I, think, I, think, not no, no, I don't think it's on a better team. It's on a better team, but it's they serious. do have better skill position players, in my personal opinion. And I know that Jonathan Taylor is there. I know that he's definitely miles better than Antonio Gibson. But you, you're oh. going to sit here and tell me that the Colts' receiving core is better than the Commanders' receiving core? I don't think so. And on top of that. If anything, he's not going to be like he's not going to go into the game and be like, "Oh, oh, I'm, I'm incredibly depressed that this like these these fuckers yeah. cost me my job at Indy." He's going to be motivated yeah. because these fuckers cost him his job at Indy. He's going to be motivated. Yes. So, also, it is week one. The weaker teams always mostly win in week one. So, if to you guys, the Jaguars are the worst of the two teams. They have a big, sh- a great shot at winning this game. 
I think they're going to be. I think this game is going to be close, but I'm just saying that I don't. I don't think that the Commanders are going to look as terrible as you think they might. So, I'm sorry. Sometimes, sometimes the better quarterback just makes the plays in the bigger moments, and the better quarterback that day will be Trevor Lawrence. Okay, I agree. Uh, okay, like that. Fair enough. All right. Now we start the afternoon. No, wait. Is it afternoon? I don't know. The three twenty-five for me, four twenty-five for y'all. That slate of games. We got the best quarterback in the league taking on Sam's MVP. The Kansas City Chiefs versus the Arizona Cardinals with no DeAndre Hopkins. We got um, this game. I think is. I think this game has shootout potential. I think that both of these offenses are going to be high flying. I think this is going to be a really fun game to see. But I believe that Patrick Mahomes is just too good. I think that the Cardinals don't really have an answer in that defense that can stop like transcendent talent like Patrick Mahomes. And I think this is going to be one of those instances where the better QB and a better talent wins the game. And I think the Cardinals are going to have flashes. I think Hollywood Brown's going to be great. And Kyler's going to be pretty good. But I think this is one of those instances where Patrick Mahomes is just too good. And I don't think that unless he plays catastrophic, I don't see this Cardinals defense being able to keep up with Patrick Mahomes. And I think that the Chiefs defense is good enough to make some stops on the Cardinals offense. So I'll say the Chiefs are going to win this game. You see, I agree. The better quarterback's going to win. That's what he's going to do. The Cardinals are going to come out and win this game. <laughs> And I think the Cardinals always start off hot. And also, I think the Chiefs are going to lose. I think a lot of people are going to be like, not that he has enough hill, Mahomes is nothing. Like, the Chiefs are back to, like, being mid. And then, obviously, throughout the season, they're going to start winning again. But I think this game, the Cardinals win. Okay. All right. I have the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a new look offense that no one knows what is about to happen to them. The league is about to be in shambles. And I look, Cardinals are going to look new for the first six weeks because Hollywood, I mean, because Hopkins is out. And I do think the Hollywood and the Kyler thing is going to be great. But here's the thing. They won't be great until week two. Week one, guys, is going to look, this is a game that I think people are going to be looking forward to. Like, oh, like Matt said, shootout potential. No, this has blowout potential. This could be like that Deshaun Watson versus Mahomes in the 2017 uh, playoffs, where they're like 56 to 21. It's going to get ugly for Arizona. Mahomes is going to trash on them, and I think the Cardinals' offense is going to look very lost trying to adjust to this new look without uh without uh Hopkins and like Matt. Me, and Matt said we are big believers on this Chiefs defense improving. Week two is when the Cardinals and Hollywood start finally coming together and going off. But week one. It's going to be – and not to mention, I think people are going to question the why they even extended Cliff Kingsbury. I know they Cliff always yeah. starts hot, and then, and, then he get, and, and then he gets bad. Not this year. He's going to start off terrible. Give me the Chiefs, and I don't think it's going to be close. Yeah, this is I – think I think that the Cardinals are going to have their way for a little while. I don't think it's going to be a shootout, but I think it has the potential to be one. It's just that I, I just think that Patrick Mahomes is too good for this defense to even I – th- I think this defense is going to be dazed and confused when they see Patrick Mahomes on that field. All right. Now we got a uh, a rematch from probably one of the best games to happen last season. 
the Las Vegas Raiders, the new look Las Vegas, the Josh Vegas Raiders taking on, taking on the new look Los Angeles Chargers in SoFi Stadium this time. Remember the last time they played, the Raiders ended the Chargers season because the coach called a timeout, which would have tied the game if led the Raiders to, to kick the field goal. What do y'all got? This is another game where I see shootout potential. This is this is a game where I see that the Raiders offense could be very high flying without the Chargers really having a complement to try to stop the passing game of Waller, Adams, Renfro. I think they're all going to have decent games. But on the other side, I don't see a Raiders corner that's going to stop Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and the transcendent talent of Justin Herbert. On top of that, you have a great receiving back in Austin Eckler. I think both of these offenses are going to be going toe-to-toe. And I think this is going to be a shootout game because J.C. Jackson is out. Um, but the difference to me in this game is going to be the pass rushes. And while I think the Raiders' pass rush is good, I think the Chargers have a good enough O-line. I think they have a good O-line, actually, to kind of combat the pass rush game, to kind of minimize it to an extent. I think the Crosby and Chandler Jones are going to have their fair share of pressures, but I think that it's going to be a little bit less than like what you'd expect. But the Chargers, man, against that offensive line, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa are going to feast. They're going to have career games against the Raiders' offensive line. And that, to me, means I think that that means the Chargers are going to win this game. Okay. Is J.C. Jackson, like, officially for sure out? Yes, he's out. Yeah. Okay. That makes my pick a lot easier. It's going to be the Chargers are going to win. I think um, – what was I saying? <laughs> I you said Chargers are winning. Oh, yeah. like, did we lose Sam here? Chargers are going to win. Like Matt said, that O-line is – Never mind, I'm not going to say that. Um, the Twins and Chargers are going to win. I think it's going to be a breeze. Yeah. All right. Uh, I have sh- the shootout happening. I do. I know the Raiders O-line is not that great, but I just think it – like our, bo- our best player on our team said, Matt Judon, he said that offensive linemen are not even good. Their quarterbacks just get rid of the ball quicker. Derek Carr has the weapons to get rid of the ball quicker. This is going to be a shootout, and as much as I want to pick the Raiders, I know because I know I was like very all buy your stock on the Raiders at the beginning. Of course, months pass and things change. I think at the end of the day, it's whoever gets the ball last. I think Herbert gets the ball last, and uh, who in the world is going to stop their from that secondary? Who's going to stop their weapons? Herbert gets the ball last, and this time he goes down and finishes the job. Now Derek Carr gets a lot the ball last. Devontae Adams might be the hero, but I'm going to pick the Chargers just due to the fact that I don't know who from the cor- the, tra- the Raiders' corners have a chance at stopping that offense because at least the Chargers, I know the, the weapons in Vegas are great, but the Chargers got some playmakers on defense, even without J.C., although, like I said, whether he played or not, he makes no difference. All right. Next up, we got someone who will probably be playing on perks, the two-time reigning Defending, undisputed, heavyweight champion, MVP of the world, 
Aaron Rodgers taking on the Minnesota Vikings with their new head coach, Kevin O'Connell. And it will be in the U.S. Bank Stadium. The skull chants will be roaring. Who do you all have? So this one I actually went back and forth with, right? And I think this pick may shock you guys a little bit, but I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings this game. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna go with them. Aaron Rodgers is weapons right now. I know that we we know how good Aaron Rodgers is, right? We know that we know how good he is in terms of throwing the football, finding guys, and making people good around him, right? But you look at his receiving core. How many people is he familiar with in this receiving core, right? How many people has he thrown to in the past? Because it takes time to build that chemistry with your receivers. Whereas the Minnesota Vikings offense it hasn't changed. Kirk Cousins has seen Dalvin Cook. He's thrown to Jefferson and Thielen for a good two two plus years now. And because of that familiarity, I think that we're going to see a little bit of rust on the Packers rookie receivers because Aaron Rodgers has called them out several times and has said like has basically said like step 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 it up. And to me, I don't think this. Is, I know that the Vikings secondary is terrible. But I believe that the Vikings offense, they're going to find ways to get Jefferson in open space. Dalvin Cook is going to have a decent rushing game, I think. And I I really believe that the Vikings are going to win this game because of familiarity with the offense. And I think the Packers are going to struggle out of the gates a little bit. But I do think the Packers are going to be really good this season. All right. Aaron Rodgers said it best. I know it wasn't against them, but he still said it best. I own you. He owns the Vikings. Packers are going to win this game. Well, actually, to be honest with Kirk Cousins, he doesn't. They're actually – they're 500. I think they're both tied. Like, Kirk has the same amount of wins. They, they, both, they, they found ways to win. But I won't this time. Despite that, I am with Sam. Although Matt does make great points, I am afraid because I do think this offense needs time to get adjusted and all that. And I remember last season, week one was horrid for the Packers. But then again, I remembered – I have Aaron Rodgers being the three-time MVP, and that can only happen if this offense clicks quick. So I have it uh, clicking quick. Christian Watson is going to show the world that he is him, that maybe he should have been taken in the first round, as him and Rodgers will go off. Now, I I do think this is another one, shootout game, because Justin Jefferson, he's my offensive player of the year. He, hat-trick of a touch, hat-tricks, I think he's going to have three touchdowns that day. Watson will probably have two. I'm pretty sure the Packers running game will get maybe two in. But, yeah, it's going to be a shootout. And the end, Rodgers goes down the field and we get a Mason. It's going to be like the Cowboys. We're going to have a wild play that puts him in field goal position and Mason Crosby wins the game. And Rodgers starts his MVP campaign with 300 to 400 yards passing. So give me the Green Bay Packers. And now we have – this game will be on at the same time like the rest of these big games that we've just talked about. And honestly, this was probably the biggest one of them all. The whole world is waiting and anticipating for this game. We got the New York Giants against the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Um, two words, um, Derrick Henry. Um, this game is going to be a Derrick Henry masterclass. He is going to hypnotize the defense. He's going to – like he, they're going to be seeing swirls after – getting trucked, stiff-armed. I mean, they, they, honestly, if I'm a Dory Jackson, I'm fearing for my life. I'm saying goodbye to my family. 
um, because I don't think that they're going to allow him in the house or I'd say goodbye to his wife if he has one because I don't think that she's going to allow him in the house. I think he's going to be sleeping in the shed after getting stiff-armed so bad by Derrick Henry. And then on the Giants' side of the ball, two words, Daniel Jones. He's not good, in case you can't tell. He is bad. He's really bad. And so is the Giants' offensive line. And I know the Titans' defense took a hit with Harold Landry. That's going to be tough. But I believe that Derrick Henry alone is going to be enough for this Titans team to pull out a win against a very, 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 very bad New York Giants team. Okay. Matt? Hey, Sam? Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Titans as well. Um, I think there's going to be a new man in the house, in the Jackson household, and it's going to be Derrick Henry. <laughs> and, okay. Yeah. This one is honestly super tough for me to choose. Like, I am really? struggling, guys. I, I am being, I'm this, being dead serious. Sarcasm, I, can, I no, no, no. It's, it's not sarcasm. I'm about to print you this the way this movie is about to happen. Ramon, Kenny Galladay. This is going to be a, a low scoring defensive game. I think this Giants defense is going to be fine. But Brian Dable client, they're going to keep them in it. I think they're going to make Matt Ryan, I mean, Ryan Tannehill throw through three picks in this game. He's not going to look uh, good at all in this game throwing the ball. Daniel Jones probably won't either. But like I said, low scoring on guys. Here, here's the soccer. They're going to somehow find a way the Giants to get down at the one-yard line. And a one-yard fade, which will be the first touchdown of this game for the Giants, it will be to Kenny Galladay. I know all the memes. He will catch this. And then um, I think Derrick Henry won't have that big of a game, but he'll get like a maybe a five-yard rushing touchdown. Like he'll be inside the five-yard line. Um, I'm going to call a 16-13 to 13 win. But so – Tannehill, they've just taken the field goal to take the lead, right? And then we're going to see Daniel Jones throw like some little – those little screen bubble plays that they do with Debo in San Francisco, and Tony is just going to break one. And he's going to get the Giants a field goal rage only for their kicker to miss the field goal to tie it for overtime, and the Titans will survive. I have the Titans still winning, but I, I, don't know, I have a feeling the Giants could shock them in this one. I am not a big believer of Tannehill and the Titans this year. Mm-hmm. I know Derek Henry, but still, I don't know if they're going to make him the workhorse this year. You don't want to, he keeps getting hurt. You don't want that to keep happening. And especially in the game against the Giants, they're probably going to be like, you know what? We don't need to run him. It's the Giants. We don't need to run him that much. Then they also get like some other running back. Watch the back. They'll probably get more, more touches than Henry. All right. Did they, who do they get? Dontrell Hilliard? Well, I don't know, but all right. Now it's the game that the, we have all been waiting for. It's Sunday night football. The GOAT, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, Tom Brady, leads the Tampa Bay Buccaneers into Cowboy Country, into Jerry World, to take on the Dallas Cowboys. Who y'all got? So, this game. This game was tough for me because uh, when Ramon brought up the realization of the offensive line being hurt, I instantly thought that maybe the Cowboys have a chance in this one. But then I also realized the Cowboys' offensive line is in shambles as well. And with the front seven that Tampa has, I think Dak Prescott is going to have a very tough game with a rookie guard who is a very busy project player. Tyron Smith being out, there's going to be nothing to protect his blind side. So I think both defensive fronts are going to be active. I think that both of them are going to – 
register sack numbers, but I do believe that Tom Brady's going to find a way to win this game. Give me the Buccaneers. Yeah, um, I think for some reason, watching Brady my whole life, I've noticed a lot of the times Brady will lose the games that don't really matter and will win the games that matter. And I think this game doesn't really matter to him. It's a week one game in his 45th season. I think he's just going to go out there, have some fun. I think this whole year, Brady's going to have some fun with it, not really try too hard. And then he's going to win. You say, all right, boys, let's go out there and just have some fun. Yeah. yeah I think the Cowboys are going to All right. I, I think it's going to be a long night for Tom. I think the first half is not going to be that pretty for them. I think they'll go down. It won't be – I also don't think I, – I think Dak will be under pressure too, so it won't be like a big lead, maybe like a 13-3, to 13-6 heading to halftime. Dak and CD will look great, especially CD. Then uh, Cowboys will try to pull away. Tom will keep fighting, though. He'll make it closer than it should be. Like, you'll watch that game. You'll be like, Dallas was better all day. Like, they, they were the better team. But the score will be close because Tom Brady just found a way to make it be close. I think in the end, Tom's going to have a chance to clutch it up. And what I, Dallas gets a defensive stop, but it's going to happen these two ways. Micah Parsons strip sacks Tom or Trayvon Diggs gets a Mickey Mouse interception. And that's how it will end. The Cowboys will win week one against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Now the final game of the week is Monday Night Football. It's Broncos country. Let's ride. Russell Wilson and his new look team taking on Russell Wilson's old team, the Seattle Seahawks, led by Geno Smith, the best quarterback of the 2013 class. Well, I think that emotions are going to run high, right? We know that Russell Wilson is going to have an emotional kind of arrival he's going to be like the, the motions are going to run high we know that but also i we also have to look at the other side and say that geno smith is the quarterback of the seattle seahawks here we have to realize that geno smith is not going to torch this broncos defense despite how despite how um emotional it's going to be for russell wilson that doesn't automatically make geno smith just torch the other defense it was like mac jones week four it doesn't automatically mean that we're going to win even though stakes are going to be high and it's going to be emotional Right. So mm-hmm. when I look here, I think that the Broncos offense is going to have to a sluggish start. I believe that the emotions will settle in for Russell Wilson towards like the second quarter. And I believe by the third, fourth quarter, I believe we can start to see the Broncos start to pull a little out of this one. So I have the Broncos winning this game despite the emotions. Yeah, I um. You know, like Matt said, emotions are going to be high. It's going to be – I think it's going to be a tough game for Russ. But at the end of the day, I'm not wearing a Josh Allen jersey. I'm playing the safe. I'm going Broncos. All right. The emotions are going to be high. Russ and his offense will not look pretty. Geno Smith, he will play it safe. He will game manage it. He will have two touchdowns, one pick. I think Tyler Lockett – he, he hit someone one, and DK's going to have one big play where you're like, where he just destroys someone, kind of like he did against Gilmore a couple years ago. And you're like, it's not even a great pass, but DK just makes the play because he's DK Metcalf. 
the run game of Seattle is going to, I think it's going to be really good. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of the Broncos defense. Russ and his offense, they're not going to look good. Russ is going to be in his emotions, especially because they're going to cheer him. And they boot him, then oh, I'll be like, oh, Russ is coming out with vengeance. He's, he's going to cook. But they are going to cheer him. They love him in Seattle. It's going to be on his head. I think he makes a couple of mistakes. Also, we're going to be questioning, like, wasn't Daniel Hackett the right uh, coaching hire? And there's, like, like I say, if there's one guy that knows how to coach against Brady, it's Bill Belichick. There's one guy that knows how to coach against Russ. Even if we don't think he's that great of a coach anymore, it's Pete Carroll. Give me the upset. The Seattle Seahawks stun Russell Wilson in his game back home with his new team. I got the Seahawks winning. It'll probably be their only win that they get for a while because then they'll probably lose the next five. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. that's going to wrap up our week one predictions. Um, make, sure very follow, make, sure, <laughs> make sure to follow us on Twitter and TikTok at MSR Sports. If you want to join our fantasy football league, it's going to be on our Twitter. If you go on our Twitter, we posted it. You can click the link. It has the password there and everything. Um, remember, the loser of this at the end of the year will have to wear a jersey of the two winners' choice for 24 hours. So make sure to follow us along on this journey. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to add? That's, that's it. it. All right, Football's well, we'll back. Yeah, I'm excited for tomorrow. All right, we'll see you guys. Next week. Next week or whenever we post next. Yep. All right. See you.